Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. My name is Josh Peck, host of Peck Report on Daily Renegade. I used to suffer with chronic pain from a degenerative bone disease. I was hopelessly addicted to opioids without any end in sight. But then I discovered Kratom and CBD. I am no longer on prescription drugs and I have more energy and pain relief than ever before. Kratom and CBD have given me my life back without draining my bank account. If you too would like some minor to major pain relief, Kratom and CBD might be for you. Either click on the links in the description below this video or go to dailyrenegade.com on the top left banner or right side ad and check out Tropic Health Kratom and CBD. Use promo code HEALTH20 for 20% off your order and get your life back today. Trump's peace plan is on the horizon. Is this going to be a two-state solution? Is this going to be prophetic? And is Israel ready? Also, an end-of-days expert talks about Iran sharpening swords for the Gog and Magog war. All of that and more on today's Peck Report. Hey, everybody. Hey, look, different setting. Uh, okay, so here's what happened. I recorded a uh, peck report on the Trump peace plan, which we are going to get to in just a minute. Uh, but I did that a couple of days ago. And since then, since then, a lot of new things have come out, a lot of new information. So I wanted to quickly put this video in front of the original peck report, which is why, you know, I'm in my living room. You can probably hear my kids playing in the background. Uh, I had to, I had to just hurry up and, uh, hurry up and do it because news is breaking so fast. And I wanted to make sure that this information got out there before the original peck report aired. So what's going to happen is you're going to get, uh, the most current information, um, available right now. And then you're going to hear the rest of the original Peck report, which is it still has vital information in it as well. And, uh, so that's, what's with the weird editing and, and kind of with the, uh, the, the, the strange living room setting and the uh, audio where you can hear my kids and stuff like that. So uh, so that's what's going on. Um, so it, it's been revealed. Tr- Trump has revealed his uh, peace plan, and uh, which, which is 
great, you know, it's cool to see. Uh, we didn't know when that was going to happen. Um, and, uh, you know, of, of course, uh, the, the Palestinian Authority rejected it immediately. We all figured that that was going to happen. Uh, but surprisingly, there were a lot of other Arab nations that were on board with the peace plan. So uh, we don't know exactly where this is going to lead or what, what's going to happen, you know, in the, in the days, weeks, or months to follow. Uh, but I wanted to get you up to speed on the latest information uh, regarding this. So uh, we will read from the Daily Wire. This comes from Eugene uh, Kantorovic. Uh, Palestinians are wrong to reject Trump-Israeli-Palestinian peace plan. It's fair and just. So uh, this makes the case why this plan is, is fair, why it's just, and you know what what is the story here? What's in the plan? So it says the Israeli-Palestinian peace plan unveiled Tuesday by President Trump is an important and well-crafted effort that would benefit both sides by breaking the deadlock between the Jewish state and its Arab neighbors, which began with Israeli independence from Britain in 1948. The almost immediate rejection of the plan by the Palestinian leaders and their progressive supporters in the U.S. reveals more about the dangerousness of their vision than about the Trump plan itself. So critics are already... In, uh, in, um, indicting the Trump plan for not meeting all Palestinians' demands. That is certainly true, but the plan also does not meet all Israeli demands. It's a compromise requiring concessions from both sides. And keep in mind, the Palestor Palestinian Authority, they, they've had several peace plans put in front of them and they reject them all because ultimately they want the freedom to destroy the Jewish people. And they, they, they want uh, no state of Israel whatsoever. And of course, no peace plan is going to include those provisions, so they're going to reject anything that comes in front of them. Uh, it says, while Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu stood before stood beside President Trump and pledged support for the U.S. plan as Trump unveiled it at the White House, there was a notable absence of any Palestinian representative. Even before the Trump plan was announced, Palestinians' leaders said that it would be dead on arrival. Upon the release of the plan, Palestinian Authority President Mahmoud Abbas responded at a news conference, quote, after the nonsense we heard today, we say a thousand no's to the deal of the century. We will not kneel and we will not surrender, end quote. Ab uh, Abbas's rejection was a hyped-up echo of the infamous three no's when the Arab world in 1968 rejected any dealings with Israel, even in return of all territories captured by Israel in the 1967 Six-Day War, which began when the armies of neighboring Arab uh, states invaded the Jewish state with the goal of ending its existence. And that has always been their plan, always will be their plan. Um, and uh, so it says, to no one's surprise, the, well, at least if the current Palestinian authority remains in power, that will always be their plan, the destruction of Israel. Uh, but it says, to no one's surprise, the Hamas terrorist regime that rules the Gaza Strip also angrily denounced the Trump plan Tuesday. President Trump has given Palestinians four years to consider his peace plan because their reluctance was expected, but at a rate of 1,000 no's a day, Abbas may fill four years uh, or, or rejection in six months. The Palestinians are perhaps the only national independence movement in the modern era that has ever rejected a genuine offer of internationally recognized statehood, even if it falls short of all the territory they had sought. Also, another point on this, Israel has always accepted every serious peace plan that has been put in front, put, put in front of Israel. They've, they've accepted all of them. The Palestinians won't even come to the table. 
Uh, it says hundreds of groups seek statehood, and some, like the Kurds, seem to deserve it, but almost none get it. Statehood is by far the exception rather than the norm for separatist groups. For Palestinian leaders to reject such an offer of statehood from a U.S. administration best poised to deliver it, along with $50 billion in promised international investment in a new Palestinian state, shows that the Palestinians and their allies still see undermining Israel as their primary goal. The conduct of the Palestinians must be compared to that of the Jewish leadership in British-ruled Palestine in 1947, as Britain was preparing to and its colonial rule. Jewish leaders were willing to accept a discontinuous, vulnerable state with no part of Jerusalem. This is evidence that those who truly need a state jump on even the most imperfect opportunities. And that's absolutely correct. Uh, Israel took what they could get and look what they built out of it. The Palestinians don't want that because the Palestinian Authority... Uh, wants the destruction of Israel more than they want a Palestinian state. They only want a Palestinian state if it means the destruction of Israel. It says uh, the Trump administration may suspect the Palestinian officials are unserious about their professed desire for statehood. Uh, the other innovative components of the peace plan reflect this. A principal folly of past efforts to reach an Israeli-Palestinian agreement was that peace itself was not their goal. Instead, they proceeded from a starting assumption that Israel uh, supposedly illegally occupied territory it captured in the Six-Day War of 53 uh, years ago. Based on assumptions that Israel had no right to land captured in the war, past negotiations work, worked in uh, in a, uh, in a excuse me, to their goal of forcing Israeli concessions. While the Palestinians rejected generous statehood offers at least four times, holding out for unrealistic demands like the right of return for their descendants of Palestinians who left uh, the newly declared Jewish state in 1948, they suffered no diplomatic penalty. And ask yourself this, what other, what other time, what other region, what other country in history has had to go through this? When, when uh, territory is gained in a defensive war, you don't even see this with offensive wars, but when a, a, a country gains territory uh, because of a defensive war, they're, they're defending against attackers and they gain ter territory uh, with, with their victory. What other country in history has ever been pressured to give that territory back the way that, has, uh, that Israel has been pressured, especially by the UN and you know their, their surrounding na nations and, and the enemies of Israel? The Palestinian Authority pivoted from the Oslo Peace Accords in 1993 to fomenting a horrific campaign of murderous terrorism in the Second Intifada. It institutionalized terror and anti-Semitism with pay-for-slay, rewarding Palestinian terrorists and their families with large payments for mur murdering Jews and criminalizing the sale of land to Jews. Israel's complete withdrawal from the Gaza Strip in 2005 was rewarded with the rise of the Hamas uh, terrorist regime in a permanent drizzle of rockets on Israeli towns. The Oslo promise of a peaceful state in the West Bank and Gaza is long forgotten. Israel is now told to, at best, satisfy itself with a partial and tenuous peace in the West Bank. In the meantime, the Palestinians' gains from the Oslo Accords are seen as permanently locked in, including the creation of a Palestinian government that governs almost all Palestinians and enjoys broad international recognition. Uh, Israel's prior territorial offers only become the baseline for further rounds of Israeli concessions, while Israel has no locked-in gains to show. The Trump plan flips these failed assumptions on their head. If the Palestinians truly want a state to live peacefully with Israel, they must meet some basic conditions indicating their commitment to peace. 
these conditions are rudimentary. The end of the Hamas terrorist regime, Palestinian disarmament, and end to pay for slay, and a recognition of Israel as a Jewish state. That such conditions are regarded as unrealistic underscores how unmoored the peace process has become from any quest for peace. Those are not re unrealistic uh, expectations. Um, instead, it has become a vehicle for demonizing Israel. Uh, and you see this a lot here in America on the left, demonizing is, is Israel for, for this kind of stuff. The, the Trump plan also crucis, uh, crucially inverts the paradigm in which the Palestinians keep getting offered more for saying no. In Trump's plan, if the Palestinians do not agree to the peace deal and do not meet minimal conditions, Israel can proceed to secure its interest without them. Good. Uh, this gives the Palestinians a much-needed incentive to deal. The incentive may be inadequate, but again, that shows that independence may not be the real aim of Palestinian leaders. Moreover, the Trump plan ends the uh, failed paradigm where the future of Jewish communities in Judea and Samaria, the West Bank, is held hostage indefinitely to Palestinian uh uh, in, 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 yeah, man, these words, intransigence, excuse me, uh, with kids and everything. It's a little chaotic here right now. Uh, Secretary of State Mike Pompeo has already made clear that the U.S. does not regard the Jewish settlements as illegal. Now, uh, now Israel will finally be able to regularize their status immediately, a historic victory for Jewish rights uh, to their heartland. Unlike earlier peace plans, the Trump peace plan is based on justice and realism at the same time. The mass expulsion of people from their homes has never been part of peace agreements with separatist groups, nor is it a decent thing to ask for. Claims that the plan's release was timed to impact either President Trump's domestic difficulties or Netanyahu's re-election are demonstrably false. Democrats have had Trump under investigation since his first days in office, and Israel has been in an unprecedented series of failed elections for a year with no clear end in sight. There is nothing specific about this timing of the release of the peace plan. There is no secret that the U.S. has been working on this plan since near the start of Trump's term. That's absolutely correct because we have reported on that since the beginning here on Peck Report. Uh, the Trump administration had hoped to release it much earlier, but then the Israeli election drama kicked in. So forced to choose between abandoning its efforts and pressing on, the Trump administration eventually chose the latter. Finally... The Trump plan must be compared to prior diplomatic initiatives, all of which failed to deliver peace and instead mainstreamed Palestinian terrorism. Trump's proposal is unlikely to do worse. But to avoid falling into past mistakes, the Trump plan and its implementation must make clear that its uh, contemplation of possible Palestinian statehood is not something Palestinian Authority President Abbas can bake on if he rejects everything else. For this plan to be fundamentally different, Trump must make clear that Palestinian rejection of the plan means rejecting Palestinian statehood itself. And it looks like that's the direction he's going. If Palestinians are unwilling to make needed compromises, as Netanyahu has already agreed to, the Palestinians must get nothing. So that is what we're looking at right now. Again, like I said, um, I just wanted to lay out what the terms of this peace plan were before we get into the rest of the original PEC report that was recorded uh, just a few days ago and keep you all up to speed. So it, it looks like, you know, progress is being made and it looks like things are going to keep developing. So we'll keep on this story uh, here on PEC report. Uh, so make sure you keep tuning in, become a member at dailyrenegade.com. And without further ado, here is uh, the rest of the previously recorded uh, Peck report on this story. 
All right, everybody. Hope you are doing well today. Trump's peace plan. This is something, this is a story we've been on for months uh, and we're going to continue to talk about because it might be prophetic. Uh, And if it is prophetic, that lends the question, is the Antichrist somehow involved in this? Who is the Antichrist? And we've speculated on that before on Peck Report. Of course, nobody really knows who the Antichrist is. Um, but we get some clues in scripture and there's, uh, one interpretation of, of Bible prophecy that, um, signifies the Antichrist might be involved in some way, uh, in a, in a peace plan with Israel. Is this it? Uh, or is that still something in the future? And is this something inconsequential? Uh, well, any rollout about this Trump peace plan thing, any rollout will probably be coordinated with Netanyahu for maximum benefit or at least minimum fallout because of the uh, pre-election timing. Uh, so, again, we, we've been on this story for a while. This comes from Jay Post today. Uh, it says, with 10 months to the presidential election in the U.S., President Donald Trump's administration is considering presenting its peace plan in the coming weeks, even ahead of the March 2 Knesset election. The Trump administration's reasoning is clear. If there's an Israeli election in March, there probably won't be a government until May, bringing them very close to the presidential election. It's not likely that Trump will actually be able to bring about the deal of the century, as he has called uh, peace between Israel and the Palestinians, and he would want to present himself in as positive a light as possible, so close to his re-election bid. In addition, he will want to focus his campaign and not put any more challenges in his path. So while the White House held back on releasing the deal for the first two election seasons in Israel, waiting for a third to end might be too much to ask. Deputy Assistant to the President Avi Berkowitz was in Israel this week and met with Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu and Blue and White Leader Benny Gantz to talk about pushing the plan. But still, Berkowitz and Trump Senior Advisor Jared Kushner, the plan's uh, top proponents, are still very coordinated with Netanyahu and with Ambassador to the U.S. Ron Dermer. It, uh, uh, It also seems clear that Trump would like Netanyahu to remain prime minister, going so far as to recognize Israel's sovereignty over the Golan shortly before the first election in 2019, even if the president has been keeping his distance lately uh, after two losses for uh, Netanyahu. As such, uh, any rollout will probably be coordinated with Netanyahu for maximum benefit or at least minimum fallout from the pre-election timing. But of course... There is something else in this political equation. Gantz, sources close to the blue and white leader, said that while he is open-minded about the plan itself and is waiting to see... Uh, waiting to see it before he judges it. He hopes that the U.S. will not release the plan uh, before the election because doing so would be counterproductive. So the question of how the plan could impact the upcoming Israeli election is an interesting one because from what is known about it, its nature appears to be unprecedented. And I know the elections are really confusing uh, in Israel, how how this whole thing is playing out, what prophetic uh, importance it might have, it might have. That, that all gets really confusing, and it really warrants a video of its own, so I did one. It's not on Peck Report. It's actually uh, an Into the Multiverse episode, another show that I host for Skywatch TV. If you just look up my name, Josh Peck, Into the Multiverse, uh, Israeli elections, it should come up. But I did a three-part series recently, um, and the the last part of that series, I believe it was the last part, talked about... Uh, how the elections work, what's really going on, and we really get into depth. So if you want to find that, uh, you can find you can find that on YouTube, and that 
you know that that will help. Um, but I mean, this this is an important question, and we do need to keep our eyes on what's going on in the only democracy in the Middle East. Uh, we 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 need to keep our eyes on what's going on, but also because Israel uh, seems to play quite uh, a, a large importance of, uh, in Bible prophecy. Now, of course, there's different ways to interpret Bible prophecy. Some say Israel plays no role at all. I am not one of those. Um, but uh, it's still, it, it's good to keep our eyes on it to see what's going on. Um, now, it says the question of how the plan could impact the upcoming uh, Israeli election is an interesting one, just to recap what we said before. So normally, a U.S. proposed peace plan requires major concessions from Israel, including evacuating tens of thousands of Israelis from the West Bank or giving up on security arrangements that are a near consensus in the Israeli political spectrum, like maintaining an IDF presence in the Jordan Valley. But Kushner and Berkowitz are working on a principle of no daylight between Israel and the U.S., and the plan is likely to ask for a few, if any, concessions from Israel. They are likely to agree to have Israel annex part of the West Bank, perhaps even all of the major settlement blocks. There is a chance the plan would have little impact on the election in Israel because the Palestinians have made it clear that they have rejected it sight unseen. The fact that the plan won't have much of a real-world impact could mean that it will be seen as a political spin and therefore not move the needle towards uh, either Netanyahu or Gantz. And that, that's something to keep in mind, too. Mo more than likely, the Palestinian, whatever plan is put in place, the Palestinians are going to reject it because they always have. Uh, they don't even want to negotiate. They, they don't even want to come to the table. Uh, so the, the, the chances of anything actually getting through are slim to none. Uh, so, you know, th those people calling Kushner the Antichrist or calling Trump the Antichrist because because of this, uh, there, there's, you know, for there to be a peace plan, there's got to be an agreement. And I don't think there's going to be an agreement. Now, I could be wrong. I very well could be wrong. We've even talked about uh, on this channel before, what if Kushner is the Antichrist? You know, what would that look like? So we've talked about these scenarios before. We've speculated before. Uh, but right now, there's just not a whole lot of evidence. It would be it would be completely surprising and unprecedented if the Palestinians agreed to anything. Uh, the only thing that they would agree to is Israel giving up everything. I Israel meeting all of the Palestinian demands and uh, Palestinians not having to give Israel anything. That, that's the only thing that they would agree to. And even then, even then, uh, there would be there would be uh, conflict. So. Past experiences show that even uh, that even plans that didn't get off the ground have thrown Israel, and certainly its media, into a frenzy. If the plan does call for the establishment of a Palestinian state, for example, the parties to Netanyahu's right could try to use that to get more votes. Defense Minister... Uh, uh, Naftali Bennett attempted to attempted that ahead of the first uh, election in of 2019 with little success, warning that Trump will demand major concessions from Israel. Someone like Transportation Minister uh, Bezalel. Uh, Smotrich could easily argue that any plan that doesn't include Israeli sovereignty over the whole West Bank is dead on arrival. And even some Likud voters, especially West Bank residents, might bolt. The left would probably criticize any plan that does not include a Palestinian state and point to the rejection from Ramallah as a sign that greater concessions need to be made for true peace. Despite those criticisms on both sides, Netanyahu could use a plan with few demands on Israel to say that due to his close relationship with the Trump White House, it has put forward the best plan Israel could ask for. In addition to U.S. recognition of Jerusalem and the Golan, 
and that settlements are not illegal and attract votes uh, from the center and center right. Now that's something that's been um, a, a that, that's something that's been a, a there's been a lot of contention among Americans and among Christians on uh, Israeli practices. You know what what's moral, what's right, what's illegal, what's legal, uh, how they're running their country is is that okay? Is that good? Um, and you know the. the the way that I look at this is they are their own country and they can run it however they want. They are the only free country, the only um, the only uh, a demo- you know a democracy in the Middle East, the only free country there. And I believe that we have a duty to support it. Now, not support every decision they make because obviously it's still uh, it's still run by flawed human beings, just like every government in the world, just like the American government. Uh, but we should still support Israel's right to exist and the right to run their own country how they want. Um, and it's not really up to us. It actually, I think it kind of shows a lot of hubris when when we come in as Americans. Uh, and I mean individually. I don't mean our government. I mean like you and me. When we come in and decide we know what's best uh, for how Israel should run its country. No, we don't. No, we don't. I, I've never lived there. I've never even been there. Uh, I'm not a citizen. You're not a citizen. Most of you aren't. A few of you might be. But um, in which case, then you can go to Israel and, and you can become a politician and make some changes if you want. But but the, the whole thing is, the, the right thing to do is support Israel. You can disagree with some of the choices it makes, but that doesn't mean that you turn your back on the on the on the only only democratic country in the Middle East, the the only country that actually allows freedom for its citizens. I mean, you you think you think Iran is better? Uh, you 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 want to go live there? You know, I see a lot of people that that dog on Israel all the time, and they don't bring up these other countries. And if they do, it's usually favorable. Like it, you know, those 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 uh, uh, those poor Muslims. You know, it, it's it's usually uh, it's or or even the, even those poor Arabs. You know, they they usually uh, speak in favor of these other countries because they hate Israel so much. And then they bring up again very weak arguments uh, to do that because with with every one of the points that they bring up, there's another side to the story. They'll only show you one side of the story. There's another side to the story, and. What you come out with when you look at both sides, what you come out with is, wow, Israel is a lot like America. It's great. It's it's a great place to live, but it has flaws because it's run by flawed, imperfect human beings, just like America. You know, I've even heard people complain that, you know, well, Israel allows like the, you know, the largest gay pride march, you know, in, in, in the world. But they neglect. What are we doing here in our own country? You know, why why don't people have that mindset about their own country, about America? You know, the only ones that hate America are the liberals, are the leftists. They're the I, I should say leftists, not liberals exactly, but they're the only ones that that hate America. And then those are the ones that will pride Iran. You you want you want to you want to be in the same group as them? I mean, by all means, go go ahead. But uh, it's really hard to maintain uh, conservative Christian values uh, when you have an attitude like that. Um, so I, I think the best thing to do is if, if you don't, if, how to say it, if you're not fully informed on it on both sides, then just say, I don't know. Just, just what's wrong with that? Why, why does everybody need to have an opinion on everything? You know, I mean, what, 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 since when did, when did the words, I don't know, escape our English vocabulary? You know, you, you don't hear people say that anymore. Or it's my opinion that, you know, you, you don't hear that either. 
No, it's absolutely this. Israel is evil. This, this, this. It's absolutely this. And if you think any other way, then you're of this evil group over here or this evil group over here. The world just isn't black and white like that. And a lot of times when people make really hard lines like that, they're speaking out of ignorance. Just say, just, just be content in saying you don't know. And if you, if you don't know and you don't have a drive to really look into the issue to determine specifically what your opinion is and how to argue it, then there's no reason even bringing it up. Uh, now, I, I've, I've said plenty of times here on Peck Report, this is how I feel about Israel. This is what I think. These are my ideas. Uh, and a lot of what I'm basing my, 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 uh, my favorable view of Israel on uh, is my Christian faith. It's the Bible. You know, that, and I, I've always been honest about that. And somebody might say, well, that's not really, you know, an objective opinion. Well, fine, then it's not. Then, then you know where I stand at least. You know, you, you, can, you can feel free if, if you're not a Christian and you think that's a ridiculous reason to support Israel. Fine. Feel free to believe that. That's totally fine. Uh, I, I, I'm, not, I'm not claiming to make uh, the type of argument that certain people are looking for. Um, I'm, I'm not hiding where, where I get my basis from. It, it, it's from Scripture. But I will say that everything that I've looked into uh, with, with Israel, with how they run their country, with uh, how we run our country here in America, uh, I don't see how somebody can be pro-America and anti-Israel. That, that makes no sense to me. I mean, they, they kind of do go hand in hand. Um, but, you know, there are people that hate both. Uh, and, and that I don't understand either. I don't understand why you can't love something and still be critical of it. You know, I mean, criticizing something doesn't mean you hate it. It, it. You can still love something and criticizing it, cr- criticize it lovingly because you'd like to see it get better because you love it so much. Uh, you, you know, I mean, just think about a- any skill you've ever learned, any skill. Um, and w- what what is building a government and running a government if not a skill? You know, a skill that needs to you need to get better at. You know, pe- people in government need to get better at it. Well, think about any skill that you learn. If you ever learned how to play guitar, when you first started, did you criticize your own efforts? Did you criticize your own skill level? You must have. If you didn't, you wouldn't have been able to progress. You wouldn't have been able to get better. You know, you, you need to mess up so you know where to improve. Uh, but you still love the instrument. You still want to learn it, and so you progress on. So I love America. I see a lot of problems with America. There's a lot of stuff I would like to see changed. A lot of stuff I would like to see changed, but I still I still love the country. I love Israel. There are things that probably should be changed. There there are, but but again, I I, I hold my opinion a little bit more reserved because I'm a citizen of America. I'm not a citizen of Israel, so it's not. It it it, it kind of shows hubris of me to to claim that I know better how to run the country than they do over there. I've never been there. I've never lived there. I don't know what living a life as an Israeli is. I, I don't know what that culture is. They they have different issues that we don't know anything about. They have a whole other set of, of, of cultural, societal issues that we don't know about because we don't live there, and we have ours over here that they don't know about either. Uh, that's, just, that's, how, that's just how it works. So when we take our American lens and try to apply it to Israel, uh, it, it's not going to fit. It's, it's not going to fit. And I think it shows a lot of ignorance uh, and, and really a lack of humility uh, to do that. You know, but again, you can express your opinion. You can say, I think this is how it is. I, I, I think this is how it should be. But, uh, but to say that you know better that, than you know, anybody else, I, 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 especially those running the country right now, I, I just, I don't know. Uh, I, I, I can't identify with that, uh, frankly. Okay, so continuing on. 
Uh, it says, Blue and White would likely be in a bind as a centrist party, not wanting to reject the plan because Gantz would need a good relationship with the White House, but still wanting to find a way back to Netanyahu. Berkowitz spoke with Netanyahu and Gantz and is probably aware of all these considerations. At the end of the day, though, Trump will look out for his own interests. It's true that a plan that is overwhelmingly pro-Israel will likely help him with his pro-Israel uh, evangelical vote, voter base, but a prolonged news cycle about the plan not being taken seriously or not having a dramatic impact could hurt Trump, and he will not want the plan to detract from his uh, re-election campaign, which means that despite many false starts in the past, the deal of the century looks likelier than ever to be made public soon. And of course, if and when it is, we will cover it on Peck Report. All right, before uh, before we head over to the next topic, I have to tell you about Kratom. Uh, I used to be hopelessly addicted to opioids, to uh, narcotics, pain pills, because I have a rare bone disease that causes a lot of pain. Not anymore. Um, I mean, I still have the disease, but I mean, <laughs> not anymore with the chronic pain because uh, Kratom has taken care of that for me. DailyRenegade.com. You can go to Coastline Kratom. Uh, there's an ad there uh, on the top banner, and you can get some for yourself and try it out. It's great, even if you just have some lower back pain or knee pain, joint pain, arthritis. Uh, there, there's a lot of things that this will really help with. Now, with Coastline Kratom, you do got to set up a ZellPay account because not a lot of credit card companies want to deal with the uh, sale of Kratom. But we do have uh, we do have somebody else on our website. Uh, that you can there, there's another kratom company that they're great tropic health you can uh you can look them up um and it's right there on the website as well you'll see an ad for it they do accept credit cards uh so they're they're both fantastic sources of kratom you should check them out either one is is great uh and either way you're gonna find some pain relief uh so i want to share that with you also cbd there's a lot of cbd on the market today a lot of it's not that good cbd pure uh is a step above the rest they are totally organic 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 pesticide-free. They are non-GMO. They do everything they can, everything possible to make sure they have the uh, best, most pure CBD on the market today. They even make it for your pets. Uh, What makes it so great is they independently test this through a third-party facility to make sure every batch is uh, organic, pesticide-free, non-GMO, all of that stuff. So for the most pure CBD on the market today, you can go to dailyrenegade.com, find the ad for CBD Pure and CBD Pets. Uh, also, um, let's see if we have the ad here. Yeah, Colloyal Silver. Uh, we do we we do have a company for that as well, which, again, you can find at dailyrenegade.com if you are a Colloidal Silver uh, type of person, you can find pure colloidal silver again, dailyrenegade.com. All right, everybody. Well, uh, before we get to the next topic, I will say if you have not had a chance to become a member, you really should, because you will get the rest of this pack report. You will get every episode of every show that we put out on daily renegade. We have about a dozen unique shows, some for men, some for women, uh, some for everybody, everything's for everybody. Uh, but you'll find something that you like, and we're signing on new shows shortly. So make sure you become a member today. It is $10 a month or $100 a year, make sure you do the yearly subscription because then you get two months for free and you don't have to pay again for another year. So it's a great deal, something to look into. All right, everybody, uh, if you're not a member, please subscribe. Uh, Follow us on Facebook, YouTube. Members, hang on the line. Everybody else, thank you so much. And until next time, take care. God bless. Ryan here and I have a question for you what do you do when you win like are you a fist pumper 
a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.